Hello, hi, and welcome to this episode of the Mandy Mayer podcast. As you know already, this podcast is all about fat loss, all about getting healthier, all about working on those health goals and creating a healthier lifestyle. If you haven't yet and you're enjoying every single episode of this podcast, please feel free to drop me a rating or a review on the app that you use to listen to the Mandy Mayer podcast. With all the episodes that I usually do, I put a lot of focus and emphasis on fat loss and strategies to help you adhere to your plan when it comes to getting healthier and to elicit fat loss. Today, I've got something very different for you. It may not be what everyone is interested in, but I do know that there's a number of you who have requested it. So today, we're going to be chatting about running. Running for beginners, for absolute newbies as to where you start when it comes to running, how you work on a strategy for your running and everything else that goes with it. So if you have started running and you're huffing and puffing after a minute or a kilometer and you feel like you are about to die for the lack of better words because you just can't hold a conversation when you are running, this episode is for you. Even if you haven't started running and it's something that you want to look at doing, then I would strongly advise that you do listen to this episode. For anyone out there that is already a seasoned runner and you've got your pace under control and you're running a good amount of mileage, then of course this episode wouldn't be for you because on this episode I'm not going to be chatting about your gait and your cadence and all of the technical terms that no one will understand. This episode is really for those who want to start running or who have started running and struggle to stick to it or struggle with the motivation to stick to it or just can't seem to work on a pace that suits them. Before we jump into this episode, I do want to clarify that yes, this is a fat loss podcast, but no, this episode is not about how you're going to run for fat loss, because I don't want you to muddle up the two. Let's jump straight into it. Now, for running, to start running, all you need is the will to put your body into motion and a pair of running techies. Okay, now the biggest mistake that I have seen newbies make is that you want to run 5 or 10 kilometers straight off the bat. So there's no easing into it. You push your fastest pace possible and you then get quite demotivated because it can be quite difficult. I've also seen the mistake of people wanting to run as fast as possible every single time, which can also make a person quite demotivated, right? So I'm going to jump into the very basics of getting you up off the couch and getting you to start moving more, which will then lead into running, and it's really the same as anything that you tackle or any goal that you tackle. You start small, you have patience and you create consistency with what you are doing and then you gradually increase what you are doing. So whether it is pace, whether it is mileage, etc, etc. So the three main tips that I'm going to discuss in this podcast, as well as extra notes and tips and guidelines at the end of this episode of this podcast, 
are number one, start by walking. Number two, add running. And number three, focused first on your time or your duration of your movement, then build up your speed and your distance. Okay, so let's break those three down. Number one, start by walking. If you are new to exercise and you have been living quite the sedentary lifestyle, don't start off by wanting to go race and run and win the fucking park run around the corner from your house. Start by walking right? That for me is going to be the biggest piece of advice that I'm going to give you today is don't rush into it. Start by walking if you are new to exercise. Start gently. Start with 30 minutes brisk walk three to five times per week. Do this for a couple of weeks, but create consistency with it. Really create consistency with your walking three to five times per week for 30 minutes at a time at a brisk pace. You don't want the system to go into a shock near if you've been living a sedentary lifestyle on the couch and then all of a sudden you want to go race a fucking park run. You are then maybe not going to enjoy it because number one, your body is going to be in shock. Your mind is going to be in shock. Your lungs are going to be in shock. You're going to hurt afterwards and you might not want to go back to do it again because it was not an enjoyable experience. So number one and very important is start by walking. Now I know you're probably thinking, oh Mandy, I don't have the patience for that. Make sure you work on having the fucking patience for that because it is really a fundamental point to get used to the exercise so that you don't overwhelm yourself three to five times per week, 30 minutes at a brisk pace and do that consistently for a couple of weeks. Whether it's outside on the streets, whether it's on a treadmill, whether it's on a farm, whether it's around a dam, that is totally up to you. Just choose a safe space and do not go alone after dark or before the sun comes up. Now, after you have done that consistently for a couple of weeks, you can move on to point number two, which is add running. Now, again, this is where a lot of new runners go wrong because now again all of a sudden you want to run a 5 or a 10 kilometer non-stop as fast as possible. This is we're not racing with uh, Zola Bud. So you want to slowly add your running into your 30 minute brisk walk. Mix the walking and the running. So what you can do is a run walk strategy right. So you can do a one minute run and you can do a two-minute walk, and then you repeat that for 30 minutes. So one-minute run, two-minute walk, repeat that for 30 minutes. Don't worry about the distance that you cover in those 30 minutes. Just focus on the duration, so the 30 minutes that you're going to do, and then focus on that run-walk strategy, right? So you can do one-minute run, and you can do two-minute walk. The general rule of thumb over here is for your running. If you cannot hold a conversation whilst doing that one minute run or whatever run it is, you are going too fast. You are pushing yourself too hard. And I know I was a newbie runner and this is actually everything that I did. You may look at me now and see me running marathons and you'll be like, oh, amazing runner. No, I, I started somewhere as well. And this is exactly how I started 
started. I didn't start my running journey by just putting on running tackies and going for a run. I actually focused fully on the walking in the evenings first. And then I remember my first little run that I did. It was a run-walk strategy. And I continued forward with that run-walk strategy until I was comfortable to increase the running and decrease the walking. And you want to hear something crazy right now. Every race that I do now or all my training runs that I do now, there is still walking involved. And I really feel when I chat to a lot of new runners or people that want to get into running, they're like, Mandy, I just can't run because I need to walk during my run. And I'm like, what? That's absolutely fucking fine. Name me one runner that is not an elite runner that doesn't have a bit of run-walk strategy within their runs, right? So that is one thing I want you to remember. The run-walk strategy is vital in the beginning, right, to help you build that endurance. But a walking strategy to add into your run at any point is normal. It's 100% fine. Okay. You don't have to run the full five kilometer, the full 10 kilometer, the full 20 kilometer to be classified as a runner. You can walk. It is absolutely normal. So again, that run-walk strategy that I would suggest that you start with is the one-minute run and not to a point where you can't hold a conversation and you feel like vomiting because then you're going to hate it and you're going to quit it, right? So there you need to say, cool, one-minute run at a slowish pace, a comfortable pace, right? Then two-minute walk and be strict with yourself about that strategy. If you don't have a monitor on your wrist that is measuring your kilometers, you can go according to either lamp poles next to the road. So you say, okay, cool, I'm going to run for two or three lamp poles, then I'm going to walk for three, four or five lamp poles, right? So again, you would just need to work out a strategy with the lamp poles. So that's going to give you time to run and it's also going to give you time to walk and recover whilst you are walking. Again, don't focus on the distance of your entire exercise, so your entire run session. Focus on the duration, which is 30 minutes, and then put a lot of focus on that run-walk strategy, right? And that is point number three. Focus on time, not your distance to start off with. Once you are comfortable with the run-walk strategy for 30 minutes, you can then look at increasing it from 30 minutes to say 35 minutes. Then you can look at changing up that run-walk strategy a little bit. Then you can maybe run for a minute and a half or two minutes. Then walk for two minutes or walk for a minute and a half. So again, you would need to assess where your fitness levels are and how comfortable you feel with your current run-walk strategy. When you grow more comfortable with that and you get a little bit more used to the exercise that you are doing, you can look at making the run sections of your strategy a little bit longer, not massively longer, a little bit longer, and you can look at then maybe decreasing the walk sections of your strategy. 
because you want to be building up your running endurance. You don't want to be feeling like you are dying because that is where you get demotivated because you're like, oh, this is so difficult and running is not for me because I always feel like I'm going to vom next to the road. No, that's because you're pushing too hard and your body's not fully used to exercise, right? So again, be patient, take it slow, work on that run-walk strategy and go easy on yourself because remember you are doing something that your body is not entirely used to so you want to get used to it you want to build up that endurance and then start switching and changing around the strategy and that brings me to point number four then once you are comfortable with that run walk strategy you've increased the time or the duration of your session so from 30 minutes to 35 minutes or even 40 minutes you've done that for a couple of weeks now you say cool let's look if we can increase the mileage and use that as a benchmark so once you've been doing it like i said for moving your body consistently for a period of time you can then use your average mileage over that period so whether it was a 30 minute period Period, whether it was a 40 minute period take your average mileage so your average kilometers over that period use that as a benchmark right so for example if over the 30 minutes that you've consistently been doing for the last several weeks or past couple of weeks if consistently you have been doing three kilometers in that 30 minutes then you aim okay cool now let's check if we can aim for 3.5 kilometers so again you've worked on increasing that duration so that you can build up your endurance and your fitness level so that you can build up a nice strategy for yourself now we say okay yes we do want to run a little bit further and we're now going to focus on say 3.5 kilometers so on average if you did three kilometers over the 30 minutes then you say okay cool now i'm going to do 3.5 kilometers don't put a time to it okay and still continue with that run walk strategy stick to that distance for a couple of runs and then when you again when you're comfortable with that then you look at potentially increasing it even on a longer run now when i take a a runner out that hasn't run long i implement a run nine minutes walk one minute strategy and the reason for that is you want to reserve energy for the latter parts of your run and it's the same with no matter what distance you are covering so if you are new to running and you have never run a three kilometer that is why a run walk strategy is so damn important so that you can have fuel in the tank for the entire three kilometers so that by the time you get to two kilometers it doesn't feel like you're dying because when you get to two kilometers and you feel like you're dying and about to vomit up a lung that's where you give up that's where you are less motivated to go out the next time that's why i say that run walk strategy is so damn important and what is even more important than that run-walk strategy is having trust in the process. Trust in the process. So knowing that, cool, it's okay to walk, it's good to walk, it's beneficial to walk. It's going to get you quicker to the end line than what pushing it so hard is going to do. Because when you push it so hard, you're going to end up crawling to that end line. But if you implement that strategy of running and walking, you're going to finish like a fucking pro 
A couple of things to note that are quite important and that I want you to always remember if you are starting out um, with running is don't be in a rush to increase your speed or to increase your mileage. All right, take it slow, create consistency in moving regularly throughout the week. And again, don't be in a rush to increase your speed or your mileage, right? Just focus on building that baseline, building that consistency at a gradual pace. Then also very important, not every run has to be faster or further. This is a big mistake that I have seen a lot of people make. It's also a mistake that I made when I started running more. I wanted every run to be faster. I wanted every run to be further. I put so much pressure on myself for that to happen and I actually lost a bit of passion for the running right so you don't want to do that you want to focus on now you want to focus on building that baseline gradually you want to focus on building that fitness level gradually and then say okay cool let's see if we can now change it up a little bit right if you cannot hold a conversation whilst you are in the running parts of your run you are going to fast you then need to slow it down Another very important thing is plan your run days. Schedule them out and plan it. So if you're planning to do three run days per week, make a note of when you are going to do them. Don't just leave it up in the air and wing it because then it's never going to fucking happen. You need to have a strategy when it comes to planning those days as well. And the only way to build that baseline and to create that consistency is if you put on those bloody tackies and you get out there and you go for that run on the day that you plan to do it. It's a, the same as when I train for a marathon. I, I know that a lot of people don't see the hard work that goes into it, into training for a marathon, purely because I don't share every detail of it, right? But again, you've got scheduled days where you do slow runs to build your endurance. You've got scheduled days where you do hill repeats so that you can build the strength to run hills. You've got scheduled days where you do sprint training, speed training so that you can increase your speed. Then you've got days where you do tempo running. So you can see there's a, a time and a place for everything when training for a marathon. And it's exactly the same when you're entering into running. You have to schedule those days. You have to work on that run-walk strategy. And purely it's just to build that baseline, to create consistency, and to get you comfortable with what you are doing. And lastly, before we chat about basic running gear, please know that it does require patience. It does require you knowing that what you're doing is going to pay off, right? Because I've seen a lot of people don't trust the process. They lack patience and that's where they want to push fast and hard and then they bomb out, right? So trust the process. Know what you're doing is going to take time to create consistency, to build up endurance, but it's going to get you to that end goal. And on goals and targets, if you have a target of wanting to run, say, five kilometers, set a realistic date for when you want to run your first five kilometers, right? So again, like I said, in the beginning, start with brisk walks, 
do that for two weeks consistently. So not just one walk a week, consistently three to five times per week for two weeks. Then look at implementing that run-walk strategy for another couple of weeks. Then look at increasing that mileage a little bit and decreasing your sort of walk side of the strategy, but still including it. Okay. The biggest question is, Mandy, how do I stay motivated to run? How do I keep going? I just don't know if I can do it. My answer is by starting slow. It's as simple as that. Okay, let's talk gear. Now, I know a lot of people think you need the best top class gear to go out there. My first pair of running shoes was a pair of Nikes that I bought at Access Park that were on special for 499 Rand. I think it was. I speak under correction, but I know it was definitely not more than 800 Rand. And I ran in them, my run walk strategy, my brisk walks, that, 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 for the first couple of months, year even, if I'm very honest. And you know what my next pair of shoes were? Probably exactly the same because I know that they were from the Nike store in Access Park, right? Even Mr. Price Tackies will do the job, okay? So you don't need to go out there and immediately go and buy a pair of running shoes that are going to cost you 3,000 Rand. It's not the running shoes that are going to get you out the door. It's you, it's your mindset, and it's your willpower to put on those running shoes that are going to get you out of the front door. And then we we got to discuss the sports bras because you do want a comfortable sports bra, especially if you have got bigger boobs because when you run, things are known to bounce around. Now, I've gone through a number of different sports bras and I must say at the moment, the ones that are the most comfortable for me are the Under Armour sports bras, but I'm going to tell you now, they are very expensive. They're not the cheapest thing around, but for me with running longer distance at the moment, they are exceptionally comfortable. If you are just starting out and you're doing short distance and you're doing 30 minutes sort of at a brisk walk, then I would say you wouldn't necessarily need the most expensive sports bra. You'll just need something that offers you support, right? So also you're not going to find the perfect gear straight off the bat. It's going to take you some time to test different sort of sports bras out before you find one that actually works for you. But again, don't rush into going to buy the most expensive gear until you have got to the point where you have created consistency with what you are doing. Then when you become a seasoned park runner and you're doing your park run every Saturday morning and you're doing it consistently, then I'd say, okay, cool. Now let's have a look at maybe investing a little bit of money into some gear. So potentially socks that are more comfortable on your feet, because believe me, socks make a massive fucking difference, right? Then you'd look at saying, okay, cool. Let's see if we can invest in a good sports bra. So I'm paying, I think, 600, 700 Rand for a sports bra, but the quality is out of this world. And then, as I said in the beginning, your shoes don't need to be the most expensive shoes. They don't have to be the shoes that are the brightest in colors. They don't need to be the shoes that are worn by Gerda Stein. A pair of shoes that fit your budget just so that you can get out there and consistently work on moving more. 
Once you increase that mileage and you're a seasoned park runner, you can then look at saying, okay, cool, let's go down to the run store, maybe get our feet tested and see what shoes work best for you. But again, that's only something that I did at a much, much later stage. I had already run a couple of marathons actually in those cheap Nikes and they worked well for me. So again, it's just about, you know, getting up there doing what you need to do, creating that consistency, then when it sticks and you really are starting to push out the mileage and push out the running, that's where you look, okay, cool, let's invest in some proper gear. I really do hope this episode has helped in some way. Always remember to start off slow. You don't need to race every single run. You don't need to run further every single run. Take it slow, build a baseline, create consistency, Work on a comfortable run-walk strategy for yourself. And then when you feel you've gotten comfortable and you can push yourself a little bit more, gradually start increasing what you are doing. On that note, I'm going to love and leave you like I usually do. Keep laughing, keep smiling, and keep being kind to one another. Oh, if you do know of someone that wants to start running, a friend, an auntie, an uncle, please feel free to share this episode with them. Much love, your friend who absolutely loves running, Mandy.